Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. And we're going to have a really big show today. Yeah, we are. That's our good friend, Louis Rodriguez. He's host of Rodriguez Rants. Just had a new episode drop this week. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it, was, it was a lot of fun to do that with you, Lou. I got, yeah. got to be on that one. And then there'll be another one coming up, up coming this week that we're going to drop. Uh, we talked about the, the ladies on The View. Didn't we, Lou? Yes, we did. <laughs> so uh, be sure to check that out when it drops uh, beyond here. Because I know that you're already uh, subscribed, of course. You're already following. You know, you've hit the notification bell because you want to know when we're going to be on, right? You got to make sure that you, you like and you share because sharing is caring. Thanks, Sterling. You're the man. And we always got to remember to what, Alan? I think we're going to make sure you guys comment, 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 uh, either through the show, after the show, before the show, all the time. Let us know what you think. And, and we're not just on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble, but we're also anywhere you download your audio podcasts. Now, if the bills are paid, and I did just mention his name, the host of The Laughing Libertarian, been a while since he's been here, so it's happy to have him back in here in the studio, Alan McFarland. Hey, what's up? I plan on putting an episode out this week. Dude, I've got time this weekend, so we're gonna have we're cool. gonna have a we're gonna have a two for this week. I didn't, yeah, I like I survived death and and stopped being busy for a second. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. How about an episode, guys? I've I've had plenty of uh, messages from people going, hey, you know, stuff's come out since you actually were on the camera before, right? So you need to like come out and bring out something. So I just want to let everybody know, I if you haven't seen my show, don't take your kids, um, watch it. Uh, Away from your coworkers, even, and um, yeah, just know some new stuff's coming. So, thanks for having me on, though. Yeah, and then we have a very special guest this week. Uh, and uh, is that for Sterling those, again? Are we talking about Sterling? <laughs> I mean, he's he's, he's over there and, and doing great. He's a perfect producer. Uh, but his 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 cousin uh, Cameron Reed is also over there, and his mother happens to be in studio with us. Hello, everyone. Lori. DeAndre. DeAndre. I got it right. You did. Yeah. Very good. So you did this to us? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. That's okay. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. For the audio listeners, he pointed to Cameron. <laughs> well, and the other one's my brother's, so it's oh. all in the family. It's uh, okay. Yeah, well. All right. We're pretty good people. Mostly. So uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, uh, you got a you got a title for, for that message uh, today. Yeah, so mm. I've got not ashamed of the gospel or never ashamed of the gospel. Either way you take it. Awesome. Uh, and I heard that you like the graphic. I, I, I do like the graphic. I, I don't do. always get the guests uh, to like the graphic, uh, say that they like the graphic, so that, that made me feel pretty good. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I feel a little bit of pride, and I should be ashamed of the pride, I guess. But <laughs> No, I hate it. It needs to be totally different. Okay, Sorry. thank you. Uh, you tried. No more <laughs> lashings. Hey, just keep working. That's yeah. what matters. Just yeah. Keep working. You'll get there one day. Just, yeah. Work now, right? Uh, now to get uh, to lead us in a uh, word of prayer over that message today is our good friend Louis Rodriguez. You want me to start now? Yes, sir. Our Father, <laughs> our, our Father who art in heaven, thank you for having us here today at the studio that Josh developed and made for us to be able to bring out the message. Thank you for letting us live again. And for another day, and um, keep us healthy, and um, hope we all stay friendly and get along for the longest we are friends. And God protect us and help us to do the right thing. Amen. 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 
That's a good prayer, Lou. Thank you. Thank you, Lou. <laughs> Journey was digging it. Yeah, <laughs> she's digging it from the from the top. <laughs> made me sweat. Made you sweat. <laughs> Better you than me. Mm-hmm. All right. So, not ashamed of the gospel is the title of what I'm bringing today. I start off with a, a verse, Romans one sixteen. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for its power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and all to the Greek. So I've split my uh, teaching up today into basically three parts. I, I was raised Baptist, so you got to have you know a title and three points, right? So yep. personally is what the first um, section is called. I personally, you to not be ashamed of the gospel yourself, to be able to own it, to to know that you are, and to be able to um, bring that to other people, then you've got to know personally that it's you know that you're saved. So we have eternal access through God's presence. Um, he never leaves us. It is us who turn away, and we can't. We can walk for miles in the opposite direction, but as soon as we turn around, there's God. He's always there. We don't have to go two more miles back to get to Him. He's He's always there. It's never like a, a you know, when you hear like no, no, not like that. Oh, Jesus, like broken up into that. Right. So you turn around, He's right there. He's right there. Just want to make sure. Yep. That would be cool. That's a good no, no Friday the 13th reference, guys. Not even a snicker there. Okay, fine. Fine. Well, right. You just turn around. You see sandals. You're like, I'm, oh, I'm going to be all right. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I never watched that show. Sorry. No? No. Mm-mm. All right, I'm fair much enough. of a horror flick person. Yeah, it's, it's, fair enough. It's probably a good thing. Fair enough. <laughs> Except for it's enlightening. When you turn around, you're like, what is that sound? And he's like, hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be, but that would be amazing, right? Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, if you would see, love to do that. If you're seeing Jesus, you're probably already dead. So it's like, ah, yeah. you can't scare scare me to death because I'm already true. there. This is true. So, like I said, it only takes that one step to turn around and you're back to God. God is right there with you. So we also have Christ's power of transforming us into the image of him. We can come into his presence at any time, any place, for any reason. We always have an open door. We know God's plan too many times have I heard that we don't know God's plan, but we do. It's simple for souls to be saved and for no one to perish, for us to go out and tell so that no one else will die and go to hell. That's the simple, that's, that's exactly what it is. That's yeah. the gospel in a nutshell. So we are to be witnesses to preach and to tell people about God and about salvation. So that's the first point. I think this is going to be short. Sorry, guys. Oh, no but, worries. Um, um, there's, uh, there's plenty of talking to people here. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, and, and, and to your point, like going out and um, apostolicizing, if I may say that word correctly, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, it was um, my friend Coy, I watched him teach a, uh, tell a sermon uh, at my parents' church recently, and he talked about um, uh, Penn from Penn and Teller that's a magician mm-hmm. yeah. group. And then the he, out of the two, is atheist, stark atheist. And he says he doesn't respect any Christian that doesn't try to apostolicize to him. Uh, because wow. if you truly love people uh, and, and you are truly a Christian, you would think that you want to stop them from going to hell. Right. So that yeah, then he would expect a, a good Christian would actually try to at least present the gospel to him. I've so, always heard it. So there's no true atheist because that's them acknowledging that there's someone that's not there. So you're, yeah. it's, there's no actual <laughs> definition for atheism because they're, they're already saying there's something. It takes you know more I mean? faith to, yeah. to believe that there's nothing there than there than exactly. is that something. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I found that interesting. I was like, uh, uh, kind of, 
um, brought things into a different light for me because I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I mean, uh, it, it is it is highly disrespectful not to say something. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, what if they what if they are uh, offended? So, right, you know, it's very hard because people don't want to be turned away or, you know, rejected. Rejected. That the fear yep. of rejection is the biggest part. So. Yeah, I found myself talking about Jesus no matter what, no where, I, no matter where I am, and not worrying about the repercussions. Which is my next point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. So publicly is the next part that I have, and I have another verse: Second Timothy one eight. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. So publicly. You see people on street corners. You see people all over the place being bold and witnessing and telling and preaching. And, and that's awesome. I could never do that. I'm having a hard time doing this. But I'm here. You're doing a great job. God said it's time. Yeah. So here I am. But publicly, um, you just want to make your identity known in Christ. In your speech, your appearance, your actions. You have to be consistent because no one is immune to sin. But be careful. That's true. Because the actions that you can take may be the only God that person sees ever. And if you're not walking, talking, doing the right things, and they see, oh, well. I hear a lot of times, well, why would I want to be a Christian? You're just like everybody else. They talk, they out, talk every, like everyone else does. They don't see that difference. They have to see that difference to have that draw to want to be saved, to come to Christ. That's, I mean, that's such a huge statement, you know, just thinking about like, I mean, today with culture and just people in general, right? And you look back and you go, wow, that was being said then saying, hey, you know, represent the best of what a Christian you can be at all times because you may be the only the only path they see. Whenever they see Christians or believe in Christians or talk about Christians or anything like that or Jesus or God or whatever, you're the outlet, you're the memory they have. So, and we think about that today, just in culture and society in general, right? You know, are we putting our best foot forward, not just as Christians, but in in other ways as well. And because we're what people are going to talk about at the table later. Exactly. And Uh, is it going to be, well, they cussed, they said stuff that they're not supposed to say. Well, what, what's so special about them? Or is it going to be, wow, there's something different about them. I, I want what they have. And that's, that's huge to me. I'd, then they break into your house. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> then you get your gun out because we're loud. And That's why when they, the first time they see me, I like cover up the watch. No, I'm just kidding. It's going to be the, the short trip to meet God if they break into my house. <laughs> you want to see God? Just come to my house. <laughs> One way or the other. Nice. I like that. So, yeah. So, you like I said, you could be the only person that whole day that shows them what God really is. And to me, that's huge. It's so hard to walk that walk, talk that talk, and not mess up. I mean, we're sinners. We're going to mess up. And that constantly, that one time, you could be sitting there and I could mess up. And that may be the only thing that you see of a Christian. And that's horrible. You You know, know. we're 15 minutes in this show and I've sinned seven times. (laughs) (laughs) I I consistently, only seven. (laughs) I consistently mess up all day long, especially. I find myself at, uh, sometimes, I won't, well, almost all day at work, I'm going, oh. I, I do that so many times to myself. Oh, man, I shouldn't have said that, should have did that. I'm real good at uh, 
chewing on my own shoes. If 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 uh, anybody gets that metaphor out there, <laughs> foot and mouth disease. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So if they break into your house, <laughs> and you're supposed to be a Christian. Yeah. You make and we supposed to tell them, oh, here's my TV. Here's my money. You could have it. You know. Well, you I, need I don't it know if I'm saying I that do. or not. <laughs> Is that they break the into your house. You where you're being? No, they I'm break like, into your house. I'm so like, I've got 15 bullets in here. I'm going to share one with you. Because <laughs> sharing you is caring. You want the big one, the little one? Which one do you want? <laughs> Several guns. A 22 or the 223. You get to pick. Right? <laughs> Think quickly. I'm more of a BB kind of guy. Let me go get, <laughs> let me get the shotgun real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you take this home with you. Plenty of bird shot. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Almost lost my coffee. I'm sorry. I was trying to like <laughs> pace what I was saying over watching whether or not it was being swallowed. I'm like, do I say nap? No. <laughs> Comedic timing's being lost. <laughs> Journey would have got a real surprise. A spit, spit, take a coffee all over. She should have been real upset. <laughs> all right. So another point that I wanted to say was our job is to spread the, the seed and to plant it. Our choices. I've is been it, doing that all the time. <laughs> He's got 10 kids. He ain't lying. Oh, no. Oh, wrong seed. Well, I took it wrong. God said produce, you know. He did say to multiply. That's true. He'd be fruitful. You had to put a bookmark in there so you could skip past that word <laughs> to the next part. He kept reading the same page over and over again. He's like, God said it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Sorry. It's the word of God. So our choice is to plant good seed or bad seed is where I was going with all yeah. that. Mm. Right. <laughs> all will sprout, but if you plant good seed, yeah. good will sprout. If you plant bad seed, obviously bad will mm-hmm. sprout. Faith is, a, faith is a mustard seed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so uh, I'm already to my third point. Um, so professionally, which I think is the hardest point. So most people's jobs, you can't just go around witnessing to people and talk about God and and but you can, in your walk and what you do, they can see God in what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm in the medical field, and I have patients all the time. So That's good. We don't have much patience here. I have a lot of patients. Not that kind, but the other kind. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, Cam, what would you do? You took away all our patients. <laughs> Smiles and thumbs up. Amen to that. <laughs> Wait a minute. I had two sons, so we have to give them, we'll do uh, 75, 25. Equal accountability. Like, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say you were I don't know what that sound was. Was it a laugh? <laughs> Just thumbs up over there. That's it. <laughs> but in my profession, I usually let the patients start it. Like I I used to wear a uh, necklace with a cross. Cross says Jesus. So with a, it doesn't actually a cross. It's just the word that, you know, yeah. spells out Jesus. And so that would start a lot of conversations that I normally wouldn't be able to start. Or... If I walk into a room and they've already got paraphernalia out that, you know, obviously they're a Christian or they've been to church or whatever, I can start the conversation that way. And then then we can get on to deeper conversations if it's, you know, warranted or if they join in. Did you ever walk in and see one drinking a beer and you're like, ah, Catholics? Actually, <laughs> they can have the non-alcoholic beer in a lot of those places. But yeah, yeah, usually Catholics. Yep. <laughs> 
So professionally, witnessing or talking about God um, is both hard and limited. We drink more wine, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it was on the menu at St. Francis. I'm just kidding. Third choice for drink. Yeah, they're, second, like, second they're like, you can't eat food, but. <laughs> you can have the wine. They wouldn't give this man spoons. We don't want to talk about it. We don't talk about the non-spoons. <laughs> we don't talk about that now. Spork or spoon? Spoon. Mm. Hey, yeah, he was ironically, there's a fork in my truck right now. In case we run out of forks at work. <laughs> but if you would have gotten in my view, it could have been like, really? That traumatized you at the hospital, didn't it? You carry your own fork. Yes. yes. Josh. That's extra. Josh. Spoons. I know my, my gallbladder went out now, but there's a fork in my truck. <laughs> can you can you smuggle in the fork? You, you, got, it, you, got, it, you got it curled under. Like, she, she's like, I'm done. I had a point. No, you guys, you're good. This is uh, just derailed now. No, you're good. Josh this comes is, in. This like, is time filling. She said that she right. said that she was in their third point already. So yes, I am. But yeah, I literally have a fork <laughs> in my truck. I'm happy I get to tell you before you ever get in my truck. I'm like, dude, why do you have a fork in here? <laughs> okay, my husband, I, my husband has a fork and a spoon, so he beats you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm the same. I got a fork and a spoon. See? You could go check it out right now. Great, great. and see, we're so. I'm off the track. only one who's only just. I'm, <laughs> I'm only forking it up around here. So that's what kills me. No spoons in my truck. Um, but no spoons at the hospital. Well, it either. was it was nice that you did. Nice. <laughs> That's I'm Done. going home. I'm gone. I'm out of here. <laughs> Cut the tape. Well, half the show's over. <laughs> Gotta turn pan the camera over to just those two now. But they never turn the cameras around. They're fake news. <laughs> <laughs> That's don't do that. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Uh, as far as like sharing professionally, uh, um, I don't worry about the repercussions. Like if, they, if they're going to fire me. Fire me. Uh, I um, and I learned. I I went around that lesson. The hard, I worked at the license branch for ten years, and uh, the state doesn't know me anything anymore. So that you know, there they, you can, go. they can do what <laughs> I've been away for a while, whatever, while, right? while, while, while. But uh, I would just uh, I would talk to customers about Christ all the time, and they'd bring me back into the office every now and again, maybe once a quarter or so. And I need you to sign this paper and uh, to say that you're not going to talk about Jesus. Oh, wow. and I would never actually say those words. I just go okay. And I would sign the paper, and then five minutes later, I'm back out there and I'm talking to somebody else about Jesus because, uh, you know, right. I didn't lie. I never said the words. I, you know, I just signed the paper because right. they told me I had to, and I go back to doing what I was doing because I knew. You knew that, what you're supposed to yeah, be doing. Yeah, yeah, that's it, very good. And and you know, because everybody loves to come to the license branch. Oh, of course. So and especially to have you know <laughs> Jesus pushed down the throat. I never talked about <laughs> Jesus, but I get fired all the time. Oh my goodness gracious! Maybe I you had. should have, and you would have gotten you know kept on. He would just draw yeah. a halo on their license above their head and then wink at them. But it has to be held Push up by friends. the horns, though. So <laughs> I don't know. Louis has a history of of getting kicked out of places. He's he's very good at it. He's a professional. I, Bye, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, you know, I don't really talk about it too much. I, I guess I have a couple of ministers who are my customers. So, um, you know, I, I have one of those guy comes in. He always checks about my family for years, you know, decades at this point. Oh, I'm old. Hey. Enough. <laughs> Enough. That's, that's goofy laughing over there. I don't care. Yeah, I. I don't have my glasses on. They does, all look goofy. Does, um, does he get yeah, that makes half you, price? Makes you seem so much minister? younger. Fair enough. <laughs> glasses. I don't have my glasses on. I don't have my glasses on. You all look goofy. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I have a couple of ministers who are uh, customers of mine, and at this point, decades even. Mm, do okay. they get half price? Uh, one, <laughs> half price for decades. No, no sound effect. No. <laughs> no sound. He comes in and he always goes, "How's the family?" 
you know, he even goes, how's the ex-wife? You know, we go down this whole laundry list of you know, how everyone. <laughs> a little bit late. Perfect. Yeah, very late. Very late. This uh, this producer is. I think the delay was purposeful. It was it was good comedic timing, though. It's going to go the other way. Yeah, yeah sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody's passable this day, as long, this day as long as they can go over the wall. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> Love you guys. But he always instills something. And actually, now he texts me um, kind of a daily, or actually it's weekly now. He said it used to be daily, but he kept falling behind on work. <laughs> so I kind of get like a weekly devotional kind of sent to my phone. Nice. From him, which is pretty cool. That's very good. It's almost like you're surrounded by Christians. You had to become one. Yeah. No. Had to, wanted <laughs> I didn't to. Have to. I really didn't have to, I guess. I was doing just fine. Were you though? Just fine. Uh, yep. No. Nope. Not in the least. Nope. You were heading the wrong direction. But I was fine. It was like Jonah. You thought you were fine. I was definitely fine. You thought you I were was fine. Definitely fine. <laughs> what do you think, Lou? Was he fine? I'm not getting into the conversation. <laughs> I was way funnier. Because ever since I turned myself into God, everything has been happening to me. Lost a son, a grandson. I've been having all kinds of bad luck. So if that's what it takes to become a Christian and follow God, I guess that's what we have to go through. It's just Satan trying to pull you away. He's going to use everything in the world, everything that's going to hit your buttons, hit your yeah. whatever that you know you're most dear about. And that's what I've he been does. fighting him. I've been fighting. It's been he's been getting me close to. Not caring about anything anymore, and but I've been fighting, and thank God I got Josh too to help me. I was me gonna out. say he's he's surrounded you with people, so that's that's the upside there, you know. Unfortunately, the, the, it's tragic everything else, but it has surrounded he has surrounded you with you know people who care about you, definitely. Yeah, on this uh, on this side of the camera and that side. Yes. Yep. Everybody here. Yep. So, sorry. Uh, what was that third point? We're we're in the third point <laughs> right now. Professionally, <laughs> so uh, when I when I'm able to talk to people, um, you can definitely see the ones that really care about it and really enjoy that part. Sometimes I'll just take part of my session and and do that because that's their spiritual needs are just as important as their physical needs, in my opinion. So I had one gentleman this couple weeks ago, and he definitely was not a Christian, and I mentioned something, and he's like, God. What do you mean? I'm like, what do you, you don't believe in God? He's like, I don't believe in God. They just, you know, I don't remember exactly now what he said, but it was just so far out there. I went home, told my husband, I'm like, how can somebody believe or not believe the way he did? It was just so far out there. Like, you don't die. You just uh, you come back as a bird. I mean, just all this crazy mm. stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I couldn't, I couldn't do more. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want to turn him away, but I gave the seed. I, I started what I wanted to say to him and, and kind of let it go from there and saw him again a couple more times and just a little bit here and there and it's you know it's planted it's it's up to the holy spirit to yeah. to to grow it now hopefully of course he was in his 90s so we you know how much time we got but you always got time there's people who get saved all the time in the in their late later in their life so yep he just believes so. in reincarnation he wants to come back as something else yeah, he has some weird beliefs. Oh, yeah. words. I was like, he's like, he's like, I'm a ninety. I, I, I'm gonna bank on coming back as something else. 
Yeah, because uh, I mean, for for Louie in particular, I mean, I know that we, I'm not not to pick on you, Lou. I don't, I don't hopefully it doesn't get taken that way, but it was last year, you know, He'd, and uh, I, I won't tell everybody your age, but he's he's a little bit older than than uh, Alan and I and the, and the rest of us, but I don't care. Got a lot of wisdom. Seventy, seventy years <laughs> old, going on seventy one in October. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And he's the man around here. He's got the wisdom. Um, a lot of experience in them shoes over there, uh, or boots. He's got the cowboy boots on today. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we and I've told this story many times on the show before, but it's, it's just a real quick to go over it. Is, you know, we're up in that living room right there above where we're at right now, and uh, he, he just thought, no, nope, can't can't be saved. I can't, can't be forgiven. And, uh, man, a few minutes later, between my wife and I uh, working as a team, Amen. He accepted Christ right there, and 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 just the the weight coming out uh, up and out of the room, and and crying and hugging and all that good stuff, and uh, That's yeah, amazing. Later in life, but but here he is, and we, I know that when we get to the other side, we get to hang out again. So, well, there's you know. hope for my dad then. Absolutely, there uh, always is. The way I hear a lot of people saying is, is when you die, when you go to heaven. You ain't going to know who's up there. You could see your family, but you're not going to know that your family. Because heaven is supposed to be peaceful, happiness. And when you die, you're not going to go and see your old people and bring up bad memories. So, Well, yeah, some family can be drama. I see it. Yeah, I, I agree. I can, I can see, what, I see where that might be a, a problem. Family can be drama. Yeah. But uh, hopefully they're not, right? Hopefully you get to... Hopefully not. Well, there's the family that you were born with, and there's the family that you chose. So, I mean, hopefully I'm not too much drama for you. Well, and everybody <laughs> who's saved is family, too. So yeah, there's, you right. can look at that many ways. Yeah, we're all, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ here, so... Yep. It's the way I see it, you know. I see it that when you die, you're not going to go bring your problems up there to... No, oh, not no, at all. Those get left family. here for sure, yeah. Yeah. No worries, no I'm problems. I'm going to make no. all new problems for myself. <laughs> I didn't get a big enough mansion. What happened? I don't care. About that, I'll find something. I have a feeling that he's going to have some kind of libertarian policy problem with, with way, the way God runs things. This is, this is not libertarian enough. Where's my freedom? You said. I feel like this is top down. <laughs> There's a hierarchy going on here. It's tyrannical. <laughs> But I'm literally giving you everything you want. I don't care. You said give, you're giving it to me. Oh, I can't just earn it it's for not, myself. It's, it's not just my rights. <laughs> Thank you for just giving me stuff. Okay. <laughs> Got me. St- <laughs> I have to sit around here and, you know, just accept everything from the government. All right. Fine. Thanks, God. No. That is the, the big he turned my mic off. He turned my mic off, didn't he? No, no. No. I can hear you. Okay, fair. <laughs> I was reading your lips. I'm not for sure every time. <laughs> I heard you. It's like either he turned my mic off or God just made me deaf. Ah, oh, this is rough. Hmm. So back to my points. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, it all just ties into the as long as we're walking in Jesus and showing everybody who Jesus is through us, that that is a way to witness. That is a way to show um show people professionally if you can't verbally 
happens all the time. If you can't um, <laughs> verbally say something to them, sorry, that's medication time. Um, anyway. Well, yeah, I know. Kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I know I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> that's her, she just said amateur. <laughs> amateur. Nice. <laughs> they, won't, they won't have me back now. Oh, my goodness. So one of the things I have on here is so many times we miss that opportunity. And again, that kind of goes back to if we're that only person and we miss that opportunity, that means they are never going to have it or potentially could never have that person to witness to them or show them Jesus Christ or give them the gospel to be saved. So take every moment, take every moment you can. Um, One of our most powerful tools is the weapon of the gospel. So never be afraid to use the tools that God's given us. It's a heavy book. You can really, really do some damage with it. <laughs> depends on how, yeah, depends on which, uh, which the, one. The spine of it. Use the spine of it. That's right. You can really, it's aerodynamic at that point. And that Knock spine is solid. Them. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you can leave a dent to show that he picked it up <laughs> that day. Holy Bible. Right? That was That's the where day. you planted the seed. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Bam. You got to really get it in there. <laughs> Can't just, set, <laughs> can't. just can't set it on the top of the soil and just hope it works its way down in. <laughs> right. Right? Good. Well, there is a parable about that. But Ingraining we'll, it in them. We'll go on. <laughs> right? We may be on the same page, but it's embedded in his head. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Not going to make it. <sighs> so if we are ashamed, maybe we're not truly his or where he wants us to be. So that's also something you got to be prayed up read up you don't want to go into any uh, i'll call it a fight but it is a fight against satan or jesus to to have all the souls saved that we possibly can so my finally is would you be ashamed to meet jesus anyone can answer that and um that is a true test of where you are in your walk and what you're doing and what you're saying would you be ashamed to meet jesus right where you are i wouldn't I wouldn't be ashamed. I would meet him and talk to him as long as he comes out not looking like a creature or something, you know. <laughs> that I don't have to run. I but if he looks like accurate a human angel. Being, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody has More. sins. So everybody's going to have things that they were ashamed of in their past. But, you know, right now, if Jesus were to come right now, would we be ashamed? But, but like... Like, people got to get real cool with a lot of things real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I'd be overjoyed, uh, but also would would hope that, uh, you know, I'm not in one of those moments of weakness. Right. You know, because we all have them. We all have those moments of weakness where uh, we're not doing the right thing, you know, whether it be a thought or or actually full-on committing sin. Um, That would be be shameful for sure um something's happening over there in the producer's booth a lot of a lot of giggles i wouldn't be ashamed but once he starts bringing up all my problems then i would be ashamed. <laughs> you remember when you uh <laughs> yeah, oh my and, god and 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 and, and, and yes he, so once he runs out of fingers i'd be real feeling be real two bad days already and he's <laughs> still going off <laughs> my god i did all that <laughs> we still got a year to go yeah. <laughs> Sorry, delay reaction. I was thinking, my God, I did all that. And he's like, yes. <laughs> Thanks for addressing me. Yes. Have to get also the, there's a poem about that. Um, somebody died and they walked into heaven and the, their, their life was laid out into a file cabinet system. 
and Ooh. every drawer, you know, was different kind of sin or your sins. I'll have to pull that up sometime and like email it to you guys or something so you guys can yeah, read it. It's absolutely. really powerful. It's really powerful. Because like the longest one, I think the gist of the poem, the longest one, the deepest one was his forgiveness of each of those sins rather than you committing the sins. So Yeah, I think that that, that question is the best case for you living right. Right. There's a, um, I, I know this is quoting someone, but I can't remember who said it first, but it said, be caught doing something God would want you to be doing. And uh, that, I honestly cannot remember who told me that for the first time. So I'm, I'm quoting someone and can't, I can't give him credit right now because I don't remember who told me, but right. I remember that, you know, be caught doing something God would want you to be doing. And I'm like, man, wish I was, wish I was better at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind but, of which was where I was going with that is you can take that through all of your, every aspect of your day as you wake up. Do you pray? Do you read any, do you? Med, you know, meditate, study, whatever. Driving to work, do you yelling at cars? Are you, if he would, you know, come back right then, would you be ashamed of what you just did? I mean, it's every aspect, every part of your day. Hold on. <laughs> Uh-oh. I was driving home the other day, and I've just kind of realized that I don't yell at people for, you know, cutting me off. I just, I gladly pull up next to them when they have their window down and ask them if they're in such a hurry because they have to poop. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell them that you, they were number one. No, I literally... <laughs> Literally pulled up next to a person who was driving like an idiot and just like their window was down. I was like, perfect opportunity. Rolled down the window and I'm like, hey, are, are you in such a hurry because you have to poop? <laughs> and they rolled their window up. <laughs> nice. I know, Which was good because if they had to, at least they contained the smell. Journey has to poop. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she hasn't went yet today, so. Uh, oh, no. TMI. TMI. Uh, dogs and their beings. It's something. Yes. Um, you know, my, my dad. Let's not uh, talk about that on he's camera. One of the, my dad, he he would he would definitely admit it on the show for sure. He's one of the most road ragey people uh, around. But if someone's in earshot, he always says, "God bless you. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you." <laughs> Off his lungs. I'm like I guess that's a good way to vent it out. <laughs> Those are not the words I would have chose, especially with the actions they took. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> thank but goodness again, I got that example. That may be the only Jesus they see. Yep. And if you act just like they do. What's the difference? Yeah. Right down on their there's, level. There's no I difference. care if they have to poop. <laughs> we all do it. Yes, there's everybody poops. That's right. There's a book. It's a, it's a good book. I've read it many times. I need times. to carry no, copies just around. <laughs> they have a commercial about that. About pooping. They have a commercial This is the family portion. It's gone, it's gone, down, the, <laughs> gone down the toilet in the family portion. <laughs> or the bidet. Yeah, I know you need to go outside, but <laughs> it's not my fault. You guys want to go in the past. I, I'm telling you, it, they 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 uh, literally give me crap about. <laughs> but don't you okay? Uh, you've got to have a, something for that. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, about about owning a bidet, but I'm the only one here like that's probably got the, 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 the cleanest tiny or something. I'm like, I'm good. You know, it I'm happy. Nice. Uh, and I'm telling you, once once you once you've used the bidet, you, you don't want to go back. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's super and weird, though, because when it's done, it, like, drops one of those little, like, new car smell trees right in there. Just oh, wedges it in. There is a deodorizer button on there. Way TMI. I know. I'm trying to keep it together, honey. I know. It's okay. I'm Uh-oh. Trying. We had a sound panel go down behind you. No. Sorry. Oh, it's going. It's going. Yeah. We'll Don't just have worry. to. I'll hit the bottom. Get some more tape. We'll send Buzz Lightyear to fix it. So everybody here, I'm sure, has heard of the phrase, what would Jesus do, right? 
Yeah. So I don't like that phrase. I would rather ask, what would Jesus, would Jesus approve of what I am doing? So rather than saying, what would he do? Because he's not going to sin. He's never sinned. But would he, we are. So at what point would Jesus approve with what I'm doing? So that's, I would rather change it to that. Um, and then I'm going to finish up reading a passage. Everybody should know this around here. Um, it's Ephesians 6, 10 through 19. Bless you. The armor of God. <laughs> because if we don't have the armor of God on when we start our day, the rest of it's not going to happen. Our witness, our everything's going to be for naught because we don't have the right equipment to go into battle to be able to witness. So um, Ephesians 6, 10 through 19. <laughs> Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and be in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we, are res- for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in the high places. Wherefore, take up you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. Um, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication of the Spirit, and watching thereto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly, to make known the mystery of the gospel. So once you have the armor of God on and you are where you need to be, then you should be able to be bold and share the gospel. And not not be ashamed of it. And not be ashamed. Because you're walking the way you should be walking, hopefully, and not be ashamed of what you're doing. And here we are full circle. There you go. And now someone else can preach on uh, the armor. At some my, point. My dad has actually done that uh, a couple times. Uh, okay. He's nice. really big, very big on that, that exact scripture. Um, and uh, I, think uh, the, I think one of the biggest things that I've heard <coughs> of somebody preach on the armor of God is that all of the pieces are in the front. Your, all your attacks are coming from the front. Nothing goes around or wraps around the backside of you. That everything mm. is head on. <laughs> you could say that. So you can poop. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but uh, I think it's, it's, that's to say God's got you. That's right, because yeah. he's got your back. That's right. Yeah. Or, okay. or, or your six, right? That's the other uh, oh, that's cool. phrase for that. I like that idea. That's, 8.2. That's really cool. I'm just teasing. Oh, I don't oh, do fractions. Your six. I'm going to have <laughs> an ama made for me. She's kind of over here. <laughs> And have it put on and blessed by God when I'm protected. That would be actually really cool if you had, you know, something actually made. I mean, I know they did back in the day, but. And I'm with a cross in the front. So then I just sit there and tell the devil, throw all you got. I got God with. That's right. So that's all I had. Well, yeah, it was good. I mean, that was really good. And, um. Made some made some good conversations. Got a few jokes in there. Hopefully, kept people engaged. Um, 
hopefully we uh, get a few subscribers on it. I'm just <laughs> and comments. Yeah, and comments yeah. and comments and, and comments. And comments. Comments. Yes. Make yes. sure you yeah. comment, 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 yeah. comment, comment, comment. Hit that bell. That one. <laughs> um, Donations. So what comments? <laughs> yes, definitely comments. Um, nobody comments, and, and nobody. Uh, if you don't feel feel the need to, uh, don't have to follow up up with this. But um, talking about being bold, um, I have a, kind of a a confession to go on this week because I um, I had a real big moment of weakness uh, this week. Um, not to do with my age so much because uh, I mean to just turn forty. That's that's not a not a worry. It's another day. And yeah, no one cares um, if you clear an entire chocolate cake. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I wish I could eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> gluten gluten turns my stomach upside down. Um, Any poops? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Uh, <laughs> for a and while. He has a bidet though. Yes, so we're yeah, good. It's fine. It's fine. Clean it's up fine. the mess pretty good. Um, but. Um, I found myself in a lot of doubt and not, um, not feeling like I'm not enough and, and not just for me or my friends or my family and my spouse, you know, Laura. Um, and I just, I, amongst my prayer, I was trying to pray. Um, I just broke down and began to, uh, yeah, yeah, the violin, but I did, uh, I, uh, I cried a lot, a lot that like the nasty, ugly nasty face cry. cry. Yeah. Ugly face cry. The ugly the, cry. Yeah. The, the bubbly up saliva all over my face and the snot bubbles Thanks. coming out. Just, yeah. You hear it. There goes the I got, I got hardwood floors. You hear the snot going. Nope. Nope. <laughs> No dinner after this. And, uh, <laughs> no crew dinner. That's that's probably a good thing. I can't afford it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it was just uh, there was at some point I I actually because uh, I didn't mean to wake Laura. I try try not to wake her um, when I am in a, a deep prayer. But that it was it was pretty much impossible. I was only getting louder and louder and louder. Uh, uh, just in just. Beating myself up. How are you going to say it? I want to know. What's up? How are you with the story? You're taking too long. Taking too long, huh? <laughs> <yeah>. uh, what? <laughs> I, I come out the other side of it. Lord, Lord wakes up and she's reassuring me like, no, you you, you are enough. Uh, you know, um, you are uh, good. You are doing right, you know, and you, you are doing your best. And... Um, that kind of brought me into a whole other mode. And I just, I shouted at the top of my lungs. It's uncontrollably. It was like a release, like something came out. Uh, I don't know what, if it was an oppression, if it was just something I had just hung on my, myself. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I just, uh, a follow-up of just, just a loud belting out of, I needed to release that from, from myself. And um, give it give it to God. And uh, man, um, the sense of peace mm-hmm. that's that's been with me since since that evening. 
or that night, middle of the night. Um, it's it's been a little eerie. I'm taking everything else and uh, like things that used to really just get me worked up. It just doesn't. Yeah, it's not worth it. You know, it's not a. It's not. I I just can't be mad about that or this. You know, and and <clears throat> I didn't know how to. I still don't know how to deal with it. I'm still trying to figure that out. Still trying to figure out what headspace God's put me in. Um, getting you prepared for something. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And um and we've talked about it on on the show in the past and I, and I think I think some I think something big is is going to happen with Revolver uh sooner sooner or later and and uh um and all all these guys are are in that that rocket ship for sure and uh I think it's going to be a part a small part of this Jesus revolution that I really I really 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 fully believe is coming yeah and it's going to be global it's not just uh you know in a small church here or there and a little revival here or there which is fantastic it's wonderful we're getting souls one for the lord but i really think it's going to go all over the world india china it's going to happen all these things that the that that klaus schwab and world economic forum and illuminati deep state whatever you want to call them um and those are those are buzzwords for some some people out there. But uh, whatever they've planned is going to get turned on its head. I fully believe it. It's going to get completely turned on its head and used for good. Yeah. And people are going to come to Christ because of it. And it's going to last a long time. I don't know how long, but I know it's going to last a long time. I really fully believe that. I hope I'm alive to see it. Yeah, that would um, be amazing. And and the signs, the seasons are pointing that direction. Uh, but I really fully believe that, and I think I think that that was part of that realization of I need to keep pushing forward. I need to keep being a part of this. Yeah. Because there was there was that voice in my head going, "Just give up, shut That's it all down." Satan. You know, give everything away. Yeah. Give give the money that that you make from selling all the stuff in your studio. Give it to the guys that's been coming and and been. Working for free, honestly, these guys are, they mean a lot to me. They show up week after week, and they do this thing, and they're they're letting you know about not only the word of the Lord, but the fact that those values can go out into the world with you. It doesn't stop at the church doors on Sunday. It doesn't stop there. That's where it starts. That's where the that's where the field is. That's where the field that's where you're supposed to go. Church is your preparation. It's your to gym. go out. Yeah. Yeah. Those doors, that's the boundary. Everything else is where you're supposed to be going. And uh and, and these guys, like I said, you know, they they're and, and sometimes gals when we have them, uh, including this week. <laughs> um uh, it does does tend to be Lori. I'm sorry. It, was, it does tend to be a boys' club around here most I of the understand. time. But uh, you know, it's just uh, I guess that's kind of just how it's it's been. We've been trying to change that. But uh, <laughs> I get it. I digress. <laughs> you know, uh, but the fact that they're here and they're showing up and they believe in this just as much as I ever have, and maybe even more. I, I really, 
really, really hope that we can be just that small part uh, of this, of this Jesus revolution. And, and if you're hearing my voice right now, I'm telling you, there's, there's nothing, nothing greater than putting Jesus right here and admitting you're a sinner. There's nothing greater. It, there's no, there's no uh, meal. There's no meetup. There's no drug. There's no insert. Whatever you think is greater than that, it's not. You can fill in that blank however you like. There is nothing better than admitting you're a sinner and getting Jesus right here, and then going out in the world and, and helping others find that peace. That was good. <laughs> Sorry, it's just been kind of. No, <clears throat> definitely happy to hear that. And it's gone. Yeah, there goes the sound panel. <laughs> Sorry, <It's> guys. Okay. <laughs> we'll figure that, it out. That man. was a sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, incredible, man. That was yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're all here because we love you, but I'm not. I'm not going to be here very long, but. At least you guys will be able to have it, enjoy it, and have fun with it. Oh, you're stuck with us. Yeah, yeah but I'm not going to be here long. I'm yeah, 71. I'll be gone pretty soon with all my problems. We're getting 25 We're getting twenty five more out of you. Yeah, we'll At see. Least. <coughs> my He's gonna doctor be. says I don't got very long. So Turn you into a cyborg. We're keeping you around. He can freeze his head. <laughs> like, I was thinking of Futurama, like head in a jar. <laughs> Hey, I, that was, I just said that. That's what I was saying. Okay. I was, yeah. I was going along okay. with you there. Okay, good. But regardless of that, Lou, um, it won't be long before you see us on the other side. Yeah. If you do make it there, it you won't be long before yeah. I won't see the other side. Yep. yep. And, you know, and then when, when you're over there, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be seeing all of us because we're going to show up. Even Alan. Where have you guys been? If I get to Took recognize you, so you and know you, because like I said, once we go up there, we ain't going to even know each other. Or, no, or, or, or recognize each other because mm-hmm. it's all going to be peaceful in heaven and quiet and make, make all new memories. Right. Yeah. When you hear all the noise and the disruption and you hear someone going, really, really? It's me. It's me. Uh, well, it's probably me. I was going to say, they're saying, I really think that we should get him to get out. And they'll be like, there's Louie. There's where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's good that what you're doing and God knows that you're doing good. So. He'll recognize that. That was your confirmation that you're where you're supposed to be and doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for all the silence to the audio listeners, but you know, it's uh, it's never easy to admit, you know, that you've been weak, especially for men. I think we find it the hardest um, of all of us of uh, of uh, uh, you know. There's only two genders, but, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, uh, men, real men, um, (laughs) didn't really define it. I didn't know it was fake. (laughs) Well, there's some out there that's, you know, (laughs) so say it's harder Um, for men to, to confess that they're weak than trans women to say that they're men. Um, but (laughs) now most men like to say to each other, I love you or, you know, you're, I care for you. Because then they start thinking, you know, hmm. You know, I, yeah. I've noticed that if I, as I've gotten older, I'm way more comfortable saying that. <laughs> and when we're more comfortable being like, man, I love you guys. I'm way more comfortable saying that. And uh, it's, it's a pretty good feeling when you hit that level of comfort as a guy and you're like, yeah. hey, you know what? I love you guys. 
Yeah. I think I generationally, yeah. it's becoming more acceptable. I think my parents' parents, as they raised their children, that wasn't as acceptable. You know what I mean? But I think culture, I think it's becoming more acceptable, and we see a lot more how, any age. I just remember my dad saying, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you men don't cry, but I'll never cry. But you're allowed to. Yeah. I remember my dad saying that to me when I was little. Like, he just said, you know, it's fine for you to cry. You'll never see me cry, but it's not, but it's, it's fine for you to cry. Probably because his dad didn't think, you know what I mean? <clears throat> right. Like I said, it was just, like, it's just becoming more acceptable. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think another reason it hit me so hard is because I don't, I don't tend to cry all that often. It's, it's, it's a, it's a real rarity for me. I mean, even in the places that you'd think like, and maybe, you know, some people might think that that's kind of, it's kind of strange, but I've been to plenty of funerals where the person meant a whole lot to me. I mean, a great amount. And yes, I did break down right here for, you know, a smidge of time, but like, I don't normally, it just, it really doesn't normally hit me like that. And yeah, I just don't want, yeah, I'm just not much of a crier usually. Um, but yeah. It's good to let loose once in a while and let yeah. your feelings know so the, the public will know how you really feel, you know, and what you've been through. Yeah. Cause I don't have anything figured out. I don't get, I'll get that wrong. I, I, I None of us do. None of us um, know what we're here for. The on, only thing I know for a fact is is, is salvation. That's it. Everything else I, I'm guessing, just like the rest of you. And I and I've heard, I've heard I've heard this sentence uttered about me before, which it made, makes always makes me feel weird. And I, I'm trying to deflect after this, but um, this, oh, you know, Josh seems so calm. Seems like he takes everything in stride. It's it's okay, you know. It, Ducks back. He's got ducks back. Uh, you may get that perception about me, but no, I'm. I, uh, He's human, like all of us. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not super. <laughs> I'm a man <laughs> by all the definitions, but I'm not super by any any meaning of that word. And I thank I thank God for you guys, I really do. All of you, everybody. Um. So anyhow, uh. To continue into the family portion, and if anybody wants to lighten the mood or talk about anything else. Oh, no, else. we're all going to stare at you now. <laughs> Everyone's Let's staring get into Josh. the politics. You want to talk about nervous, Lori. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get into politics before I cry here. <laughs> <laughs> we got, got a little Maybe while. I don't crying know. crying is what we need. I don't know where we're at on time, but uh, okay. So we got, uh, then that's for family portion? Okay. So, yeah, anybody got a short anecdote? Um <laughs> Oh no, I'm still staring at you. I'm still staring. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that, you know, going back to what I spoke about, I think the hardest people to witness to is family. Mm -hmm. um, They're my hardest people to even witness. I just don't like being there in person. Just being, just witnessing. Just being them, there in person. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll stick to phone calls, short ones. I just remember when I got saved, I called everybody. And one of the calls I made was my dad, and he pretty much just yelled at me. Like, if I wanted a preacher, I'd go to church, you know. I about hung the phone up on me. It was just so hurtful. So. Well, can I get his number? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him, uh, I'm, 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 we're, we're every, every Friday night we're at church here, aren't we, Alan? That's right. Yeah. So uh, then he can, if he wants to tell me that, I'll just keep calling. I think the only <laughs> times he's been in church since... I guess something happened when he used to go to church with, like, my mom. Something happened with the preacher and a secretary or, you know, something, you know. 
And uh, he's like, well, see, they're no different. Like I was saying, they're no different than anybody else. So he's like been turned away. And I think the only time he's been back to church is either hear me sing or hear the kids and I sing or, you know, just something special, quote unquote special. And I could probably count on two hands. I mean, that's been, and he's, he'll be 78 in January. So I think there's two ways to look at that. Uh, two things that kind of work together uh, to, you know, I'm not going to say anything they did was when they were talking about the secretary and such. Right. You know, there's two ways to look at that. And I, and I think um, I'm a, I'm not as cynical as I was. And I think that's why I'm not as funny, but, um, <laughs> but cynic, the, the, the cynicism uh, comes from, well, how are you going to tell me how to live my life if that's what you're doing? Right. But at the same time, you have to realize that um, imperfect people go to church, right. imperfect persons on top in the front, and he's not giving you his word. He's giving you the word of God. Right. So it's not his word telling you how to live your life. Right. It's not the, the minister's not saying, I am telling you how to do the, what to do. I am telling you what I have been told of, of from with God's words. Right. These are God's words coming out. These are not a person's words. Right. And so I think when you, you kind of sit back and you look at it in that perspective, um, you can even... And it's difficult, and it is difficult when a leader does something like that, right? When someone you're following and you're lead that is leading you, when they when they show that they're fallible, right? Um, it does kind of it's it's rough, yeah. But if you look at it from that perspective, I think personally that's what I'd have to do. Yes, journey. <laughs> She's telling us all about it. <laughs> well, and his his big thing was they they made the preacher step down, obviously, because he's like, well, he's why'd they make him step down? He just in his, I think his words, they sin just like he sinned like everybody else does. Okay, but he's a preacher. He's not put on a pedestal, but we do. He has restrictions, rules. I don't know how how to say it. There's but more I mean, expected, right? By him, yeah. he can't but continue to lead when something that bad has happened. And my dad couldn't wrap his brain around it. He not being a Christian, he just thought. So yeah, it really just kind of turned him away. Well, right, because I mean, if he's messing around with the secretary, then maybe she's not answering the phone. That's that's a problem. <laughs> I can see. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the I have the same struggle with uh, with my grandfather, um, and he may or may not listen to this episode. He, I think I think he does listen from time to time because um, I, I know that my dad doesn't, so we're good. Um, <laughs> I know that my grandma, uh, you know, does does uh, listen from time to time, so. Uh, so he has to hear it through at least through osmosis because they're in the same room most a lot of times. Right. But um, he, uh, for whatever reason, just hasn't accepted Christ. And, and, and we had a lot of conversations about it, but a lot of it was him being mad at Christians. Yep. And I think a lot of that came from uh, maybe some, I don't know if he had trauma. I don't know, but I think, I think a lot of that came from... Um, People not living like they, they should have, just like going back to your messages. Yep. They that just first, that first, um, you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on words here, and that's very rare for me. <laughs> but that, that's my job. That time, <laughs> that, the first time you actually had to meet a Christian or whatever, that really makes sense. Yeah. 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 Impression. First impression. Thank you. Words, they're hard. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Impression. I'm glad I could help. Thanks for sounding that out as You're well. Welcome. It's <laughs> that way it kind of gets ingrained in there. You can yeah, keep it's, it. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I tried. Uh, yeah. So, um, what a day that will be, though, because I I know for a fact I know that he's going to. And same with your father. I, I, that's going to happen. That's just it. Really is. I I really believe that. I, we pray every morning for him. So, but Cameron's uh, 
father's mom, his other grandmother, prayed for 40 years for his dad, her, her husband to be saved, and he finally was. So, yeah, I, I'm not for sure exactly how long my grandparents have been married, but I know my grandma's prayed for him every single day. And I know that all of all the family does pray for him, um, the ones that believe, anyhow. Uh, there are still a few other family members that uh, outside outside of my grandpa, but um, I pray for them too. Yep. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't preach to my dad anymore, but our walk, we every time we eat with him, we we will pray. Whether he joins in, closes his eyes, finish stops eating, whatever he you know, we at least my husband and I will will pray, and he still sees it, you know. Yep. He's through us, so he's witnessing through your behavior. Yep, lead by example, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's that's one way to live boldly. Do you have something, Alan? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I was thinking about it, but I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to misquote it, so never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just go ahead and misquote. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, when I was reading, like, you know, people being saved through their friends, or saved through their family, or saved through their spouses, things like that. It's important to surround yourself by good people because. God will actually potentially save you through the people around you. Yeah. Yeah, he can use anything. He would have used a donkey. So, right? <laughs> I mean, right? It was true, Lou. He really did. Oh, he no. really did. So. Least of these, right? Yeah. He could have got a Mustang. <laughs> but, um, come on. You're too slow. There you go. He's, uh, so it's two, two asterisks today. <laughs> You need new. Pre- you need a new producer, yeah. right? Me? Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, it, it, well, if you want to learn it, um, <laughs> no, no better teacher than the guy that is is in the booth, though. Sounds like I don't know. He's been falling behind. Maybe maybe he's been hitting <laughs> the blood of Christ a little too hard today. Well, you know, those who can't do teach. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 he's done. He's done. He's done. He's done. And he's leaving. <laughs> and he's out. Let's go. No, thank you. Thank you for everything that you do, Sterling. Seriously. You do really do a fantastic Sterling, job. is that why we coach basketball? Not Cameron, though. Cameron's just, you know, he's Cameron. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. I'm his mom. I got to take offense to yeah. that. <laughs> uh, Don't hit him with a whole fence. <laughs> <laughs> just one plank could do. Just one plank. <laughs> Make sure the nail's out. Well, that, that, that fence was in an O shape. Did you hear that? So, <laughs> oh, uh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Cam's mom put a better kid in the world than wah, mine did. Wah, wah. <laughs> That's on the soundboard too. Okay, well, see. <laughs> I think Cameron missed it on purpose, though. <laughs> we love you, Cam. <laughs> As established in <laughs> previously, you know. Uh, speaking of uh, disappointments, um, oh, oh. Ouch. Our first uh, uh, first article of the night coming from Town Hall. Massive number of migrants traveling towards U.S. border is now affecting international trade. Here's why. Because they're bringing their stuff. <laughs> Tacos? <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm happy with them bringing... So the ones that are coming yep. in, a whole bunch of them. Venezuela. All kinds yeah, of handmade goods coming in the south um, of the border. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, there's, there, there's no women and children. It's just men of military age. So it's, it's kind of strange that... Um, anyway, uh, the, the, there's nothing behind that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing behind that at all. Nothing weird about that. Yeah, the the massive number of migrants heading north, uh, most toward the U.S. border, is now affecting international trade as Mexican 
As a Mexican railway, uh, railway, railway, words are hard. Today. Words are hard, Josh. Yeah. Will you sound it out for him, please? Yeah, railway. Railway. Thank you. You're welcome. Operator was forced to temporarily <laughs> suspend operations over the hitchhikers. Um, on Tuesday, Ferramex uh, halted 60 trains carrying cargo due to the recent uh, spat, spat or spate. I don't know which way, uh, way to say that. Spate. Uh, uh, of injuries and deaths, uh, deaths occurring from uh, migrants uh, catching rides. Quote, despite the grave danger, some hitchhikers even jumped aboard moving freight cars, the company said. Uh, there has been a significant increase in the number of migrants in recent days, Fairmax said in, um, in the statement, according to AP uh, Associated Press, uh, noting that the uh, temporary suspension of operations was being done to protect the Physical safety of the migrants. On Wednesday, President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador called the uh, company's uh, decision strange and unusual. Um, he said, uh, according to Fairmax, the worst problems appeared uh, to be further north. The company said there were about 1,500 people gathered at, uh, at a rail yard in the city of Torreon in the northern border state of... I like this. Co this yeah, yeah. Coahuila. <laughs> um, Louis, I don't know if I'm saying that right or not. I don't know if you know that city or not, perchance. Per, per uh, but anyhow, uh, the, the company also reported uh, about 800 migrants uh, waiting at, at the freight yards in Aeropuerto. <laughs> I think I got Aeroporto. that right. Yeah, see, I did it. I did it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I say, ship them all to. California, there's plenty of desert out there that nobody's using. And you <laughs> can move over there. Yeah, they said that about 1,000 people were reported to be riding freight cars on the train line that connects the uh, city of Chihuahua mm. uh, and the northern Rowdy. border city of uh, Ciudad Juarez. Uh, Fairmax is Mexico's largest concessionary rail operator, and the impact of the train stoppage will be very important, said Ana Bertha Gutierrez, uh, Gutierrez <clears throat> rather, the National Trade Coordinator at the Mexican Institute of Competitiveness. Uh, she noted the measure could hit industrial states like Nue uh, Nuevo, Leon, uh, Baja California, and Chihuahua hard, given their links to the U.S. market. Wow. That is huge because a lot of companies are, I mean, we already know that car companies use Mexico for production. Um, however, because of this push to not give money to China, and um, a lot of large companies are going, well, we're still not hiring Americans, but we'll go ahead and take it across the, the border to Mexico uh, because it's it's closer. You don't have to worry. And honestly, it's not because they don't want to give money to China. It's more the simple fact that shipping is a lot easier um, mm -hmm. and you're not you don't have to worry about, um, you know, a whole bunch of lazy people in San Diego not wanting to unload the uh, unload the uh, the boats. But, uh, yeah, that's huge. I mean, you're. You're moving all of this manufacturing to Mexico, and now they're needing to stop the trains. Wow. We're almost better with the lazy people in San Diego not not uh, unloading the boats. However, I just don't want things coming from China. Certainly. I don't think it's the lazy people. I think it's Biden stopping them from emptying those boats. They don't want that to come in here. They don't want people to. He wants to control everything. And that's what he's doing. Controlling the boats, controlling all the merchandise that is coming. Yeah, control the flow. But uh, I, I, 
I see it as, uh, like I said before, you talk about them being all Venezuela, a lot of Venezuelans, a lot of Venezuelans, a lot of these, they're not from Mexico. Lot, most of them are not from Mexico. No, they're from different countries. Yeah. Because uh, South if, America. Yeah, if I'm if I'm being brutally honest, most illegal immigrants that I've known in, in my life that that have been from Mexico in particular, were wonderful people. That, um, if given the chance, I would totally be on board with those people getting the the amnesty that they've talked about in the past. A lot of them the, are that Reagan that Reagan amnesty. A lot right? of them are, and a lot of them ain't. But they are. We got to see who is. Yeah. And who ain't? There does need to be a process, right? We don't need no more what we got over here: crooks, yeah. thieves, rapists. We got plenty of that over here. Yeah. We don't need no more. We need good people. And that's what they're seeing at the border: a lot of these men of military age and no women and children. Uh, so that's that seems to, sounds a more lot more like, um, for lack of a better term, no, actually, it's probably the best term for it: invasion. Yeah, I, I heard that. They caught a few Russians coming in through the border too. So yeah, a lot of we got them all of, over um, coming in. So we got see. spies probably sneaking in. You no, never non North American. Yeah, and I, and and right. I you know I include. Yeah, they have a lot of African people coming in that through the southern border. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they understand it's the weakest border. It's the easiest to get through. They understand that. So people from all over the world just go into you know South America or Mexico and just work their way back up through. It's not dumb. That's how you get things into this country. Yep. I but mean, we're all immigrants, if you put it down, you know. We all came from another country. Yeah. It's just, yeah, just some of our relatives waited in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some went through Ellis Island. You know, they, some, you know, went through the proper channels. And, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I, yes, uh, I, I think we established this last week. Uh, immigration does need reform severely. Um, and, and I, and I, I, I would go as far as to say, like, you know, talk about the, 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 the Mexican nationals in particular saying like, Hey, you know, let's, let's go with the Reagan route with, with them, you know? Um, cause I feel like it used to be a thing where they could have work visa, come over the border, work here, go home and vice versa, you know, that type of, that kind of, it's almost like a fair trade type of thing, right? Because the country's right there. It's bordering. But then when you get into these other South American countries, all too often um, those foreign nationals are coming from countries that are all over the world, and we have no idea who they are. We don't have any kind of idea what their background is or, or, or what they plan to do once they are here. And, uh, and if we get so many in here, and the way Biden is spending money like crazy, how are we going to support everybody? Well, that's what you I'm know? loving. I'm loving about the big Democratic cities right now, how hard they're their people, like Democrats in those cities are fighting their government and saying, this is too much. We can't do this. These, these programs can't support everyone. The people here are not getting the help they need because you're supporting a bunch of people who aren't even citizens. And, and I'm, I'm sitting back, you know, as a, a fairly conservative guy going, this is great. Uh, can, I, can I get popcorn? It's popcorn, especially watching Eric Adams recently. Oh, Did you God. see that video? Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. happening in Chicago, yeah. New York. We're seeing it in Washington D.C., and we're watching all of those those major uh, Democratic stronghold. Um, uh, what are they called? The sanctuary cities. We're oh, watching yeah. them all just crumble because the actual Americans who live there, who voted for those people, yeah. are going. Huh, why are you doing this to us? Meanwhile, yeah. the rest of us in middle America are going, <laughs> oh, told you. I'm happy the popcorn grows here. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> told you so. 
Look at AOC. She was complaining that there were too many of them coming over there to New York. And now the mayor from New York is also complaining. So, Yeah, she's also the same woman that uh, cried at, uh, at the border next to the empty uh, yeah. parking lots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> claiming it was all the children that had been separated from their families. Yeah, I bet and she's <laughs> claiming to be American a lot more than being Hispanic American these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She probably was when... <laughs> They were having all that problem with the Spaniards and uh, illegals coming in and all that, and everybody. All you saw all the Puerto Ricans on the on Facebook. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm 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 <laughs> I, I'm American. I'm a Puerto Rican American. Right. Don't confuse me with the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, you know what I think AOC probably fears the most, Lou. No. When Trump gets back in office, he's just going to hit the deportation button. <laughs> everybody out. <laughs> well, let's see what happens. He might, he might not, and he might help those people. It, it, it depends, but he yeah. might close the border and keep what he has. You know, I, I, re I really think there'll here. be, yeah, I, I really think that there'll be some kind of a, um, because the, like you said, because there is so many people that are already here, uh, a Reagan esque uh, type to, type of amnesty, and I think it'll be based on some kind of a merit, right? And if you show up for your court date, great, you know, we'll start working on the paperwork, you know. But if you don't show up for your court date, Home you go. As soon as we find you. We should start calling all those Law's smartphones Law. that the uh, president gave the immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go back home. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it'd be back to the horse tracks for her. <clears throat> I wish I would have got a free phone. <laughs> uh, someone who... Um, no segue. Yeah, I was trying. There's really no way to segue into you this. Mean, you may keep talking, and you kind of give me a cue, and I'll stop so you can segue <laughs> off what I say. <laughs> well, segue. How about that? I like uh, it. Coming from NBC News. <laughs> um, YouTube suspends Russell Brand for making money off of his channel. He's for, uh, Russell Brand is a former liberal. Yeah. Um, he's more middle ground these days. Uh, free thinker. Uh, I happen to like some things that he he says now. He's 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 a uh, He's come out in support of, of men being men and, and women be actually being women and um, well, now free they, speech. Now and, they demonetize him. He's definitely a free thinker. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. He can't make money out of what he's Not from doing? YouTube currently. They, no. they have demonetized him due to allegations. So YouTube has blocked Russell Brand from making money off its platform and, and, B, and the BBC, because he's from the uh, uh, UK, pulled shows uh, 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 of his uh, from the uh, from its online streaming service in wake of uh, sexual assault allegations uh, against the uh, comedian turned influencer. YouTube said in a statement early uh, Tuesday that it had suspended monetization on Brand's channel for violating its creator responsibility policy. If a creator's off-platform behavior harms uh, our users, employees, or ecosystem, we take action to protect the community, the online platform said. Uh, Brand has developed a major following on his YouTube channel in recent years, uh, amassing more than 6.6 .6 million subscribers while uh, cultivating a, a persona as, as a wellness and conspiracy influencer. Um, the BBC also reported it had removed some programs featuring the former actor that were deemed to uh, fall below public expectations from its streaming services, iPlayer and Sounds. Uh, there is limited uh, content featuring Russell Brand on iPlayer and, and Sounds, the BBC said in a statement published by the UK public broad, uh, broadcaster on Tuesday. 
Um, we've reviewed that content and made a, con- a considered decision to remove some of it, having uh, assessed that it now falls below public expectations. So um, he talks about other people like we talk about other people. Mm-hmm. So that means they're going to counsel us. It's, it's, only, it's only a matter of time before someone comes out of the woodwork and says, Louis did this to me in the past, 10 years ago. And and um, then everybody's going to go, oh, we've got we to believe him. I'll just be like, I'll smack you into the future. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my problem with this, because um, like I said, you know, uh, Russell Brand in the past, super liberal, uh, but and he was and he was very open about his sexuality. He was very he's very um, uh, promiscuous in his past, um, and he he also had an addiction to um, um, those activities. Uh, but he turned his life around. Uh, he he admitted that that was a problem of his. I don't know that these allegations are, are true or not, but from the way it sounds as though this young lady just regretted it afterwards. But at the same time, if he's a celebrity and you knew who he was and how he was at the time, and you were on that train ride for lack of a better term, I can't say that, you know, you're not also to to blame potentially. You know, um, it'd be it'd be different if like she just worked for him and he had touched her inappropriately, things like that. But I mean, if they were two consenting adults, and then the next day, oh, I I don't feel so great about that. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to this. She's like, and she gets eight thirty a.m. and I'm not famous yet. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know the whole I mean, story. To be honest with you, um, I, I don't know the backstory. Right. Um, like I said, you know, from from what I understand, and it's, can't go can't go too deep into the story due to time. We're actually, I think, we're already in all of time. Um, Did he touch her? Did he rape her, or what? That, that's the allegations. Um, and like I said, I don't know if it's true or not. And we're, and, and this isn't this is a developing story. And I think it's gonna. Okay. Is that why they go on they're canceling because of that? Uh, that's that's why everything is being shut down. They're saying all of a sudden his content is no longer uh, okay to be on. It was it was just fine before he had allegations against him, right? Um, but you know, it's it's weird that allegations can do that. I mean, I'm not I'm not the kind of person who's going to say she's that this didn't happen or anything like that. It's not. Oh. But on the other end, it's an allegation. You know, we got to see it through. But just like most liberal things. Uh, they don't wait for the results. They they read the headline yeah. and then react. It's yeah. guilty unless proven innocent, right? Yeah, and then, yeah by the time you find so out, so many people coming out saying that about different people. It's almost like jump on the bandwagon. Well, yeah. you know, they see this and they react, and then they react harshly and swift and harsh. And then no one ever, no one. Six months later, when it all resolves, or a year later, when it all resolves, there's never an apology issued. There's never, you know, a lot of other things that should take place and then the people who were i mean we still see it with um with a lot of i mean a lot of the stuff we've seen in the last couple of years let's just put it that way but uh like rittenhouse you know yeah kyle rittenhouse how many people like wrote him off called him a racist called him all these different things and then so many months later if he's gone through the process there was never a, those there are so many people who never even caught up with it who never even know who never who to this day don't know that he was actually innocent they're yeah, still that, like they that he was acquitted. Yeah. They yeah. saw that headline. And they went, 
that kid is an awful person and they still go can you do you remember when that awful racist kid did these things and you know it's like no but do you remember like a year later when they when they acquitted him after a yeah. pretty lengthy trial no oh you didn't you didn't pay attention to that you read a headline and that's unfortunately the way the world works um you know they only want to see the bad yeah yeah but e- even if uh even if Russell Brand was still liberal i would i would still say hey what happened this this is a this is a country of innocent until proven guilty right it wouldn't matter if it was the the guy from the young turks he's his, he's as far left as they come i, I don't recall his name on th- Sink, at the Sink, yeah. Sink. something like that yeah yeah i don't um, think i can pronounce his name being as light as i am i don't know if i'm allowed to pronounce <laughs> his name correctly <laughs> uh, so we'll say sink yeah it's, it's something to that effect but if he had allegations come out against him and people just immediately start trying to cancel him, I'd say, no, I don't agree with this guy politically ever and not, not a single day in my life have I ever that I know of. Um, but I would certainly stand in between him and those people and say, no, 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 innocent until proven guilty. The way I see it is you see all these famous people, they got money, they're making money, and a lot of these girls see this. I'm not saying that he probably did or didn't, but a lot of these girls, they're evil. Mm. A lot of them say that they this guy raped them so they could get money out of them. Yeah. It happened a lot of times. They have caught the girls lying, and there was a lot of times there wasn't. So we don't know agree. what's really going on. I think that's on. what I was trying to say is, like, there's so many people out there doing this. Oh, I can jump on that bandwagon. I'm going to make some money off this, whether mm-hmm. it's true or not. They're just... Trying to get money. It's because it doesn't cost you anything. Right. And that they yeah. say that, I mean, I've had a lot of conversations with the lotteries, the Powerball is so high. We've had a lot of conversations about the Powerball with people at work, things like that. And then I'm like, you know, you look back and people go, well, all these different power, these different uh, lottery winners are broke these days and, you know, they went bankrupt. And I was like, have you seen how many paternity suits have been slapped against so many of these lottery winners or so many different suits, some kind of suits where money can pan- and can be handed, you know, not criminal. Not criminal, definitely not criminal. Just make sure that we can get some money out of it. And, you know, it's frivolous and it doesn't matter. But if you win, you make some money. If you don't win, oh, well, you didn't lose anything. But however, the person who's defending themselves is paying yep. to defend themselves. And mm-hmm. these people run themselves into bankruptcy after winning the lottery because they have so many suits against them. And literally the other person, if, it, if you know, they don't win, then they don't get, they don't have to pay anything out of pocket. And yeah. so it's nuts that the system works that way. It literally can just drain someone's asset by keeping them in litigation. Yep. All their yeah. assets by keeping them in litigation. I think, I, I think ultimately Russell Brand will probably be okay, but this, this is, this is, it's still wrong uh, in my book. I'm just um, thinking how many are going to come out now. Yeah. Like you hit one. It's probably going to be multiple. Yeah. Blood, <laughs> blood in the water. 20 girls just came up. Yeah. And um, that was from that one evening. Well, yeah, and, and likely, likely so for him because he, 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 but he's been very open about being promiscuous in the past and being with lots of different women. Um, but I think it's because he's been railing against the establishment. I think it's because he's been talking about the, the people that are, what's that? I can't say things on your show. Oh, Josh. it's just things that you were thinking. Okay. Yes. I think it's because he was, he's been pushing back against the elite, the, the people that, um, uh, you know, like Biden and and the sorts. Look what happened to like, Carson. Like we do. Tucker Carson. Yeah, Tucker Carlson. Got him a out. Good example of that. He's actually doing better now that he's he's over on uh, uh, X 
formerly Twitter. Um, but, um, yeah, because he's, he's, he's some really, really good interviews on there. Did, did but. Paulie Biden talk to the, or had his people talk to the people in YouTube and tell them, you don't get rid of him. We're going to close you guys down. Yeah. Uh, same thing like they probably did with Carson, Tucker Carson, you know. These yeah. people, they, they get you some way or another. Look how they've been breaking laws to get bite, uh, Trump in jail. And they can't find the way of getting him in jail. It's because he's made a Teflon. A yeah. He's Teflon Don. <laughs> and, and that's a great segue, Lou, going to our final article of the night coming from the Hill. Regardless of all those attacks, regardless of all those supposed indictments and all this other stuff that's been going on with him, Trump jumps to a 47-point lead over GOP rivals in national poll. Now, if you ask Trump, he'd say he was 60 points ahead, 56 <laughs> points. But he's, a, he's an embellisher. You know, yeah. that's what he does. Um, but anyhow, uh, a poll released Wednesday shows GOP presidential hopefuls will need to ramp up their messages to voters if they want to catch up to former President Trump in the 2024 primary. The Emerson College poll found that Trump expanded his lead to 47 points over his GOP rivals, uh, marking his uh, largest lead since the uh, pollster started tracking it in June 2022. Supporting the former president's uh, 2024 bid jumped up by nine points to 59% since last month's poll. Uh, the increase comes amid his ongoing legal woes and his decision to skip the, the first Republican debate which I don't think he needed to be there at all. I think he was going to... Yeah, he had Vivek. <laughs> he had his cheerleader there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he's essentially doing exactly what the Democratic Party did, which was go get a young minority to represent you. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, call him, um, they call him the flying V over there on Louder uh, with Crowder. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had plenty of conversations with people, and I'm like, he's... He's literally, I wouldn't, for a guy who wrote the books that he wrote and said the things that he said and comes from Big Pharma. And then now he's flipped. And now he's, he's essentially just, and he doesn't, he's like, I want to run, but I don't want to run if it bothers Trump's campaign. Let me sit here for my time and talk about how great Trump is. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is literally just the Republicans going, we need a young person who, who actually can do something as far as drawing millennials in, who's a minority who shows that somebody that we're not racist and we need them to actually rally around Trump and just not care and be completely selfless. And I'm like, this, this is the same game in red instead of blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think uh, I think for VP, because uh, I, um, I think I think Trump's going to obviously be the candidate. Of, he keeps going up and up and up in his in these polls, um, but I, I think you're probably going to be looking at more like um, Christy Nome or Carrie Lake, uh, pro- likely someone a strong female. Uh, it's from from what I, what I seen as because I just as much as I like Vivek, I don't see him as a VP. I definitely don't see Ron DeSantis as a VP because I feel like there'd be two alphas in the same room, and that would uh, that would just not work. Um, so uh, d- going on in the in the I mean, you definitely don't want to go Lauren Boebert because you just can't grasp that idea. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah, that, that's that, that's a joke for for your show, but also if it's here, I, I, I just it, I left it, like, it at that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, go very, into any detail. Yeah. <laughs> PG. Um, <laughs> See right now, You're welcome the, listeners. <laughs> the Democrats, yeah, they one. don't, they don't know what to say to the people. They don't, they've been saying the same thing, and people have been hearing the same thing over. 
They don't. They need to come up with something different to be able to beat Trump because enough. they're not. They're not getting to the crowd. They're not getting to the crowd. They're not getting their message through, and I, it's I not mean, working. But by and large, there is a large swath of people in America. I don't care how great your message is; they're just not going to listen. They're just going to say that's Trump, and you're like, <laughs> Trump just told you he's going to take seventy nine percent of all of your income and flush it down the toilet and laugh about it. And these guys said they're going to give you all of your money. I don't care. I like Trump. Trump. <laughs> so he has he has a large swath of America who's just going to go, I don't care what he says. Yeah. I don't care that he came out and said all those amazing things about transgenders this last week. I don't care that he came <laughs> out and said he's going to work with the Democrats to do these different things. Because it's not about what he said. I just like that guy. <laughs> and that's, so and you got the ones that just say, I just don't. And, and he got, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. No matter what I, he says. No matter what he says, I'm not going to vote for him because I hate that guy. Because he tweets something wrong, or he right. Well, you know, he's arrogant. Okay. Well. And then there are you know, there are definitely political lines where people won't go across the line. Period. They go. Yeah. You know, I always vote blue. I don't care. I always vote. Red, I always vote red. You know, like they said, what it wasn't Nancy Pelosi who said put a put a D on a bottle of water. Yeah. And, and it wins in my district. Yep. <laughs> and she's not wrong. Right. <laughs> well, what's what's his name? Uh, uh, well, that was, was over in Philly, but still, uh, Fetterman. Right? right. Yeah. He's basically just a bottle of water with uh, with a lurch costume on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, baby Ruth. <laughs> That's Sorry. about the same amount of words to, to to be able to be spoken, right? Just a lot of bloop bloop bloop. Um, but this support support for Florida Governor DeSantis um, remained stable at twelve percent since last month, while conservative entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy fell two points to seven percent. Um, I think it's mostly because he's been going on a lot of these uh, different podcasts, and the younger uh, crowd is not doing political polls. So, um, and nor do they tend to vote that much, which I think he's re- reaching to the wrong crowd when he goes on a lot of these. Uh, um, especially the liberal podcasts, he's just, they're just not going to care. Yeah, he's going there just um, fighting with people who aren't going to agree with him no matter what. It yeah. Um, but the former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie, uh, uh, he fell off the polls because he was too busy eating a sandwich. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> and former vice, uh, vice President Mike Pence, each received 5%. Uh, former South Carolina governor, uh, Nikki Haley, received 3%, and Senator Tim Scott uh, garnered 2% of support. Uh, an additional 5% of GOP primary voters said that they were undecided on who to vote for. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes Pence. Yeah, that goes Pence, yeah. Um, and I think a lot of your undecideds are, are going to swing towards Trump once they get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll, they'll feel the pressure and they'll go, oh, no, nope, I, I really do think that Trump's going to be their guy. And I've talked to a lot of, this is anecdotal, of course, but a lot of Bernie supporters that, that I, I, I happen to know personally said, hey, man, uh, if RFK is not the Democrat candidate, I'm probably going to go ahead and vote Trump because at least then I have something that's different than what I got now because they really don't like Biden. <laughs> and so those those Bernie people are, are going to swing completely the other, well, not just like completely the other direction, but some kind of change because um, they've seen the contrast now. So um, I think I think it's a high likelihood that it's going to be a landslide. Um and I, and I don't think that these these polls uh, even touched into the um, um, people of color, uh, black, white, whatever. You know, all this, all this. Uh, it's only it's only just getting these certain people that always seem to answer these polls, these donor class p- folks. So um, I think that you're going to see those those numbers are actually a uh, little bit askew 
from what's really out there. These people really, really love uh, Donald Trump and the fact that he stands up for the people and he's in between us and them. Even though he said Rosie is fat. You know. <laughs> it's only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I think with that, we could probably bring it to a close, right, Lou? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that was our good friend, Louis Rodriguez. He's the host of Rodriguez Rants. Make sure that you I was like, not only go back and see the episode that dropped this week, if you haven't already, but the other episode that's dropping this week. Um, across from him, you know him, you love him. Some of, some, for some of you, he's your favorite, the host of Laughing Libertarian, Alan McFarland. Hey, everybody. Um, <clears throat> thanks for having me on. Sorry. I don't know what what's up, what's up with my voice. <laughs> it's just been very scratchy. Like if I don't talk here. for like forty five seconds, it just shuts down. <laughs> I got to restart it and everything. It's just awful. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for thank you guys for watching. And of course, you know, just as we always say, uh, oh. share and follow and like and subscribe comment. and hit the bell and um, comment. What do we do? Comment, 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 comment. Oh, that's it. Comment, 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 comment. I don't do the hand motion as well as you just. <laughs> But thanks for having you me on. Perfected. Oh, and there will be. There will be an episode this week. Yeah, there will be. Be on the lookout for the Laughing Libertarian new episode. There will be. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll be producing on that uh, and probably uh, have, hopefully have some help from Sterling so it can look a little bit better. Get you some good lighting. Oh, uh, shucks. Give you a tan. <laughs> <laughs> then I can say that guy from the... Never mind. I can't say his name. I'm not allowed to. Uh, and then... Uh, the young woman that brought the message uh, this evening. Young. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the wise oh, woman that there brought the messages this evening, Lori D'Andre. D'Andre. Yes. Ah, yeah. I got it again. <laughs> I may not be able to say those, those uh, Mexican cities, but I got the name right. I got an Italian, Italian name right. Yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, we, we like Italians on here. We usually have like Crystal Rosati. She's, a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure she'll appreciate the shout out uh but thank you for bringing that message that was absolutely wonderful You're um welcome. and uh yes we do need to be bold and and step out in christ i agree with that yes there's um, too many people out there dying and going to hell even if you come in italics no? <laughs> sure italian last name yeah i slant that's a good the italics good being bold um, and before uh, I tell you my name, even though you should probably already know it, um, James, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to have a, a closing prayer. Uh, Lori, would you mind uh, doing that, or you know, we'll become, it's okay if you don't want to? Wow, pressure right on the mic. <laughs> right on the mic. Yeah, yeah, sure, I will. All right, cool. Could I say something? Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that still don't believe in God. And don't want to even hear the message of God, but you should. And you should turn yourself into God and listen to the prayers of God. And you'll see how much it will bring your life up and lighten it up. Because if you watch the show and you don't believe in God, you can be dyslexic and believe in dog. Journey's <laughs> right here as well. <laughs> I don't know if I can follow that. You can. I believe in you. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, God, for the day that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for this this podcast, this broadcast that um, Josh and the other gentlemen have prepared and have put together and have given out to the people, Lord, that we can um, just boldly come to you and come to them and 
give the messages and, and share Jesus with the world, Lord. Uh, I love you, and I thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. With that, I've been your host, Joshua Cummins. <laughs> Stay in trouble, y'all. We'll see you next week.